Hi guys, welcome to the podcast episode. Just want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by the Immediate Yes Formula. Now, if you're struggling in sales and you have to make quota, you have to check this product out. So if you click the link and decide to go and sign up for the webinar, you're going to have a better understanding on what it takes to overcome objections from the client and get that yes on the spot. Now, these are video modules that are filled with NLP techniques and teaches you what works and what are the most common mistakes that salesmen make. Now, the link to it is bit.ly slash capital Y-E-S capital F-O-R-M. We're also brought to you by The Reality Networker. If you are in network marketing, I recommend that you come and check out this module. Uh, click the link. If you decide to go, you want to check out the webinar, you're going to go and understand what it's like to go and really cold market prospect because there are those times where people don't really understand how to communicate with people, especially when they want to talk about their business. They want to get the sign up so bad, but people are already informed about network marketing. They're already being told it's a scam or a pyramid scheme. And that's one objection that I thought was a major objection. But if you know what you're doing and know how to communicate with these people, then it's a minor objection. And the video modules explained in this product will show you why it's a minor objection and show you how to overcome that. So the link to that is bit.ly slash capital S-I-G-N-U-P-L-I-V-E. And last but not least, we're also brought to you by Digital Altitude. So if you're wondering about how to make money on blogs or social media outlets or uh, trying to vlog on YouTube and you have no idea where the money comes from, this is something you definitely need to understand. Uh, when you click the link, you're going to have a step one video that shows you how to build your six figure online business. And when you sign up, you're only signing up for a single dollar, a dollar trial. That's I would say that's a really good deal. And most people would agree, but it's really up to you. So if you go and sign up, then half the battle's already fought and it already it only takes your own dedication and really knowing what different types of fortes are out there for you. And plus you'll be issued a personal coach once you sign up. And here you go. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I talk about day five, my meat fasting, but really this is an episode based on authenticity, really talking about what it is that we go through in life. And it's kind of kind of a phase, really. Uh, we tend to be a little fabricated on how we live our lives. And we sometimes embrace the fake it till you make it lifestyle until we realize authenticity is the only way we can get the life that we truly want. And that is what I basically discuss in this episode. So I really hope you enjoy it. All right, you guys take care. God bless. So I'm on day five of my meat fasting. And in lieu of my journey, 
I wanted to go and talk about, basically dedicate this episode about authenticity. Now, there was a time in my life, I was in college and I was in the process of trying to discover who I really was. A lot of the times where a lot of things that I used to say to my friends or used to be friends back in the day uh, used to be really fabricated and very superficial. A lot of my classmates could really read through that bullshit and as a result I ended up burning a lot of bridges. A lot of the times I start noticing about my pattern of speech on what was true and what wasn't only because I wanted to hide the fact that my life was rather uninteresting. As I grew up, I started to really understand my way of thinking and who I really was. And then I started to notice my my coworkers who were younger than me, basically who were my age or younger, um, they start to go through that stage themselves. I can really tell when a person's speech is really fabricated and I'd like to think that I don't hold it against them because in, in reality I used to be like that. I wanted to make people like me so bad that I was willing to sacrifice my own integrity in order to get people to like me and as a result it was only a short-term relationship with these people so here's what I realized if what you say is part of my French full of shit you have to realize that you're not gonna get get through this life you know very smoothly there's gonna be opportunities that are probably gonna not be in your favor and as a matter of fact, the people that you are uh, bullshitting are gonna em end up eventually hating you or end up eventually avoiding you as a result. So I want to give you a story about one of my coworkers. And this is in light of him deleting me off of Facebook. I mean, sure, I'm a little bitter that I got deleted, but I know I should really let it go, but I can't really let this story go without putting his skeleton in light. Now, I was talking about this. I used to work at this one fast food restaurant called Earl of Sandwich, and there was this one guy um, who told he he's... Um, how should I say? He's of German descent. And one day I asked him, it's like, yo, do you have family that has ties to the Reich? Basically Nazi ties. And he said, yeah. He said his grandpa used to make weapons for them. And I just was in shock. I was actually not that mad. I was actually really surprised about that. And then I started wondering you know, is what he says really true? Only because I used to hang out with this guy one time and we were smoking weed 
and he told me about a time where his car or his friend's car um, almost got hit with an oncoming driver and they got sideswiped and then I asked his friend about it and eventually he got called out on it because none of it was true here's the thing that kid back in the day was probably like 19 or 20 back then and he was probably at that stage where he was just fabricating everything he's probably going through a lot of things in his life and now he's actually a dad now he's probably around 21 and he's currently a father which really scares me about this younger generation because if you are that young and you rush yourself into parenthood or you rush yourself into marriage and without even thinking about without even thinking about it it's you have to really pray and hope that your life ends up turning out really well because if it doesn't you have no one to blame but yourself and that's the main reason why I want to talk to you about this episode was there any was there a time where in your life that you were sort of fake or superficial and you just started to really understand and I'm actually pretty curious if you call in uh, let me know about the change in your process like what what made you realize uh, you were you were kind of faking it to make it and I can tell you in my line of work it required a lot of a lot of faith a lot of prayer a lot of time to really reflect on where my life was because I was in a point in my life where it was kind of like a downhill for me I had nowhere else to go it was that time I was paying off student loan debt I was still working in fast food and I was kind of struggling um, but there was a time in my life where I really need to turn things around. I can talk about this, you know, for hours, but I'm going to be putting that in another episode one day. But this is what I really had to say about that. And I hope you guys have a wonderful Monday and I'll see you guys tomorrow on the next podcast episode. Take care. Hey, Danger. So my perspective about ratchets... I have to say are what we call hood rats back in the 90s. Now, ratchets are the reason why I'm currently broke right now. Ratchets are nothing but cheese on a board. Alright, I was watching this one voiceover dubbed Ninja Turtles video and I thought it was pretty funny, but Master Splinter gave a good point. Ratchets are cheese on the board. They look so appealing. They wear booty shorts. They twerk for a guy. And next thing you know, they're sprung. They keep asking you for money. And then once your money runs out, they go on to the next dude. They don't really care about anyone. They just look after themselves. I know I sound a little insensitive, but you know, I've dealt with ratchets before. That's just my two cents. Have a good day.